0: For God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in Him, and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through His blood, shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now He has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in His sight, without blemish and free from accusation, if you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. New International Version Jesus is King. Neither you nor I are. A simple statement, yet, not easily engrafted into daily life. The original sin of Adam and Eve was rebellion, to break the bonds of loving authority God provided for them. We, especially as Americans, had this nasty anti-authoritarian strain which runs rather deep in us. As a child, when my middle daughter was grappling with the implications of faith in Christ, she once blurted out an honest cry that we can likely resonate with, I just don't want another person in my life telling me what to do. Indeed, Jesus is King, we are not. The New Testament lesson for today is rich with the preeminence and lordship of Jesus Christ. All things were created through Jesus and for Him. Everything in all creation is held together by Jesus. Christ is the head of the Church. In Jesus Christ, complete divinity exists and reigns. Jesus made peace through the cross because he had the authority and the qualifications to do so. Broken relationships and proper lines of authority are now restored and redeemed in Christ. We can also likely relate to, at times, indulging in illusion of being in control and independently dictating the course of our lives. Yet, mercifully, Jesus is the great sovereign, and this is a good thing because in Christ we find reconciliation and purity of life. Greater than the supreme thing is worship. The attitude of worship is the attitude of a subject bent before the king. The fundamental thought is that of prostration, of bowing down. Greater than. Greater than G. Campbell Morgan. Because Christ is king, we really ought to submit to him. In fact, We need to pay some attention to how our bodies are to submit to His Lordship. When the body moves to animating physical actions of submission, this helps the heart to follow. Whole-person worship involves engaging the mind, spirit, emotions, and, yes, the body. To neglect the body in worship is to truncate the ability to connect with God in Christ. A typical metaphor for the church is the body of Christ. We can live into that phrase through an embodied spirituality of submission. Our individual bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, important for expressing worship. 1 Corinthians three sixteen. God created us with literal physical bodies. And Jesus has a literal physical body. Bodies are important for whole person worship. This means the physical postures we take in worshiping King Jesus are significant. We need to pay attention to them. A healthy practice for Christians is to kneel in the presence of the Lord. I realize some Christian traditions do it as a part of their worship, and some do not. Some like it, some don't. Yet, bowing, even prostrating oneself, if you are physically able, can be a powerful symbol of the heart's desire and disposition to submit to the lordship and authority of Jesus Christ. Crawling out of bed in the morning onto one's knees and beginning the day aiming to live into the will of God, and ending the day in the same manner, are a practical means of remembering who Jesus is and who we are. I believe all believers need to feel free in adopting a physical posture of worship which helps them connect with God in Christ. For some, that will be sitting in a comfortable position in contemplation. Others will want to stand, raise their hands, even dance in praise. It also behooves us to let our bodies respond to whatever is happening with us spiritually. Exuberant praise needs the expression of hand clapping and toe tapping. Confession of sin needs a bit of bowing, kneeling, even prostrating. For prayer, hands open and palms facing up to receive blessing from God is a good bodily position of worship. You get the idea. Just remember we need to strive for congruence in our worship, that is, what is happening with our outward bodily movements needs to match what is occurring inward with our spirits. And when the two are in sync, meaningful worship can happen, worship of submission fit for a king. Sovereign God, in your mercy you have sent your Son, the Lord Jesus, who has brought reconciliation to a once broken relationship. I bow before you in obedience, submission, and worship. Let me live a cross-shaped life through enjoying the peace you have given me in Christ in both body and soul. Amen.